Welcome and thanks so much for tuning in today. Here's the thing, you guys. This is what you need to know about more Jody. I'm the girl who says what everyone is thinking, unapologetically myself, all the time. The goal of this podcast is to help you go unfiltered. We use so many covers to hide our true selves, and it's time to stop living your life according to what the ideal police think you should be doing and step into who you were created to be. More vulnerable, more authentic, and more free. You guys, there is no better way to wrap up the month than a fantastic conversation with your two best friends. The great news is nothing is off the table because they know all of your secrets. So I'm super pleased to introduce you to Heidi and Amanda. Heidi is a retired teacher, mother of three precious kiddos. She lives for coffee, comedy, pranking people, and having challenging conversations. Amanda is a makeup artist by trade who's now basically managing divisions across Western Canada for a high-end cosmetic company. We always joke that she's going to be the accidental CEO. I'm the one trying to be the CEO, but it's definitely going to be Amanda who just keeps getting promoted. She's a dog lover turned cat mom. She loves Hawaii, Nutella, and she's a proud member of Bachelor Nation. So I hope you enjoy this fun conversation with two of my absolute favorites. Welcome back to the More Jody podcast, everybody. Favorite episode with my two best friends. Best time of the month. Nice time to chat with my two lovely ladies. So how's hello. Heidi and Amanda today? Hello, hello. Good. So good. So good. So Spring good, is almost so in the air and Costco size bag mini eggs are out. So life is good. Oh my gosh, Amanda. Did you get that time. bag from Superstore? Good I deal. Thought... If you want mini eggs, this is a sponsored thing. They're $14.99 <laughs> right now at Superstore. $14.99 at independent grocers for Costco size bag of mini eggs. That's right. It'll be gone by the weekend. You know, I, I had a moment uh, like a little bit ago where I was remembering something I did at the beginning of COVID. And it was so funny. Like it didn't dawn on me how unhealthy it was. And I just thought I was a genius. I was making us all at home blizzards with like mini eggs or Oreos, like as though, (laughs) but but you weren't paying a mortgage for it. I bet. Exactly. Well, don't worry because mini eggs are keto. No, they're definitely not. That's real. I'm I'm going keto right now. (laughs) I'm going for a treat weekend. So I'll be eating the bag of mini eggs. Yep. Oh my gosh. No, I went to Dairy Queen with the family like two weeks ago or something. And I thought I'm going to get a dip cone. Like what am I 65, but whatever, I got a dip cone. It was, it was like $4 and 65 cents for a medium dip cone. I, I like, know. It should, you kidding? Be $2. I know you might as well just get a blizzard. That's what I find when I go there. And then what do you mean? Seven. You might as well just get it. Might as well just get a birthday cake. Or, <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Or pizza, pizza. Or you go to my house and I make you oh, my homemade blizzards on a Tuesday I'm, and a Wednesday I'm, and a Thursday. I'm putting that in the calendar for when we visit uh, in July. Okay, homemade blizzards. Yeah. So yeah, no that's kidding. what I've that's what I was doing a year ago, and then like three months later, being like, why do I feel so chunky? <laughs> oh, because I had blizzards on a Tuesday, three Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. So today <laughs> on this episode, this is exciting. We're going to talk about what do you want to tell your 16 year old self? You want to hug her, smack her upside the head. Just a lot of things. Um, all of, my the, goodness. Above. All yeah. of the above. Yeah. All of the above. So definitely I threw this out to my Insta followers, you know, my tons of followers I have that I really appreciate. And I got lots of little tips from them. So we'll kind of go through some categories that we've picked and just kind of give advice to ourselves or give us some grace or some discipline, some love. So yeah, the first one I have written down is family, but I just feel like, you know what, I'm just going to put that to the end. I'm going to start instead with, um, school, school. I would tell my 16 year old self school matters, Jody. And as much as you think it's just, I feel like Amanda's going to say the same thing. As much as you think it's just like hanging out with your friends and chatting and like the entertainment aspect of school, do your homework and actually study. I never studied. And then I was like, why do I only get like 65%? Oh, because I don't study. Or like 52 oh, yeah. sometimes, you know. I said pay attention in French class because I have all the way up to my French 30 and I can't understand a lick of French because my entire French class, I conjugated verbs poorly and wrote notes to my friend and now I can't speak French at all so pay attention in French class except when do you speak French now well I wish I could 
And I could probably work at Parks Canada yeah. if I Oh, I always wanted to work at Parks Canada. I look really good in olive green. <laughs> Hello, bonjour. <laughs> I know that's about the extent of my French now. Oh, no, I love Hello, that. Bonjour. I learned more French from watching Emily in Paris, but. Oh, yeah. That? That's really good. I watched <laughs> it too. You know what, though? I had reposted your thing to Instagram and somebody commented on my thing and said, be involved in drama. And I was in drama. And that community is really fun. And it's like a good thing I feel like to do when you're in high school because it keeps you out of trouble. And when I taught, I helped out with the, with the drama productions. And it is like such good community. So I would tell people to be involved in drama, especially if you're like me and suck at sports. It's a really good option. I did drama in high school. I was trying to get any kind of credits that I could get. Um, but my advice would be, you know, I could have kept skipped more classes because you really only needed a 50% passing to get your diploma. And so I thought that I had to be there every day, but really I could have skipped more, but. Well, Amanda, I don't know if you should have skipped anymore. No, I'm just kidding. That's not advice. <laughs> when I'm you copied kidding. my paper, when you were what, like eight, 19, 18 or something. And I was 19. That's where you're like, oh, I probably should have gone to class. Totally. hundred percent. No, I definitely, my 16 year old self in high school would have said, yeah, maybe, maybe try to do a little bit more, but, uh, not too much, That's not too much, more. just a little bit. Amanda's like being an overachiever never helped anybody. Um, okay. But you know what? Um, I skipped class one time and my friend's mom called it in and excused me what? and I I know and then they the still best called my ever they did well yeah yeah but they still called my parents and I just got chewed out and it was like one time I skipped a class in grade 12 but honestly like skipping like I know now when I think back on it I'm like what would I have had to do I might as well have just stayed at school like what am I gonna go I home know. like I would uh, skip or I didn't skip sorry I never skipped but then I just went to class and was the distraction. I like was the distraction for everyone there. Like they'd have been the teachers. Off like I wish you would have skipped. <laughs> but school is just like my favorite thing. Like I love. And so when Brooks complains about school, my ten-year-old, I'm like, I don't get it. It's the best time. Like, but I wasn't there to do school. I was just there to socialize. Yeah, I know. Well, that was the best part of it for sure. And I was, I did drama and musical theater like the whole time and loved it, but I want kids and I wasn't athletic either, which I'm like still sad about. I did manage the volleyball team for a while and was like friends with all the girls went on the bus, but you just always feel like the biggest loser. Like you're, I know I was the scorekeeper. Oh, there you go. (laughs) But it is so fun. Like their world was so fun, but I just wasn't in it. I was like, but you know what? Okay. So maybe it's drama or maybe it's sports if you can do that or being the scorekeeper but I think it's like find some sort of community to be part of and get connected yeah that's what kids need to do even if it's like the weirdos that sat under the stairs and dressed in black like (laughs) I don't I don't want my kids to join that community but I hope that they just grab grab some eyeliner and a black hoodie and (laughs) join that community I wonder if it's still like that. You know, I just got Apple music, which is why I haven't talked to you guys in like two weeks very much because I like, I'm listening to Nirvana, like all these amazing things. I heard the song the other day, sex and candy. Remember that song? Sex and candy. Yeah. (laughs) That's literally what he sounds like. (laughs) I came home and I kept trying to like, who's that lounge? And my husband's like, what's happening? I was like, well, I smell sex and candy. I don't know what you smell. Mm oh my goodness oh shout out to amanda tonight who might have the flu and has to leave the camera every five minutes so she'll pop in and out but she's here in spirit so thanks amanda i definitely don't have the clue no no rona for me but uh i don't know must it's something <laughs> something's not sitting well good day no. okay guys what about your body. Ugh, how do you want to, every topic oh. I look at on this list? I'm like, I'm gonna put that to the bottom. I'm like, no, gotta do it. This one makes me sad. Yeah. I, I, I definitely, uh, obviously this one hits home for me because, you know, 
I was a super happy 16 year old. I was funny. I had friends. I like loved everyone. I loved being the life of the party. It was super fun. So I was actually a very um, super happy person. However, I do feel that my 16 year old self, I, I would love to tell my 16 year old self to like, just have, be confident and like, feel like you have more self-worth just because you're chubby and everything that I did and thoughts that I've always had throughout the years were always just based on the fact that I was like always a bigger girl than everyone else and all of my friends and, you know, boys didn't really like me. And, and yeah, I would just say like, be confident. Like I was awesome. I am mm-hmm. awesome. Just kidding. But you are, you are, are awesome. There it is again. Right. So maybe I still have it in my adult life, but, but, you know, definitely, um, you know, I, I wasn't getting the the belly rings that you all had and everything because oh my gosh. I pierced my own with you a know? twice with a what I got mine at twenty two when I remembered that I wanted to rebel and get it at eighteen and forgot and went at twenty two. <laughs> <laughs> Hilarious. So rebellious. Yeah, so and I would say that like something else I would tell my sixteen year old self would be to move my body more because obviously yes. like I wasn't as active that I could have as should have should have been. And uh, I'm carrying that into my adult life. So I just, I would have told myself a couple things and um, that, that I should have thought or known to have a little bit more confidence in um, my body anyways, and yeah. maybe not have worn such low rise jeans on my body because I think everyone <laughs> has seen my butt crack. You have a really long butt crack and mine is like exceptionally short. That was a bad fashion, like trend to go with your butt crack length. <laughs> Just However, thank goodness for high rise jeans. And totally. now no one's seen it in a couple of years. So it's I miss it though. It's such a that cute is little crack. True. We haven't <laughs> seen it. You know well, what though that goes with that? Let me just stand up right here, guys. You know what I would say that goes with that, that when I was thinking about this, is I would tell myself to do gym class. Like, it's not lame. I thought it was lame. So I was always like, I'm too cool for gym. And and then I was bad at it. And then I would be like, well, I'm just too cool for it. I don't want to change. And I never did gym. Like, that's like the most fun class. I never did it. I like somehow got out of even all my out trips in phys ed 30. Like, what? I know. So silly. So do gym. And enjoy your boobs while you have them because, ugh. Oh yeah. They gone. <laughs> I feel like I would tell myself everyone is as, in, as insecure as you are. That's what I'd tell Jodes. Yeah. I'd be like, Jodes, as crappy as you feel, everyone feels the same way. And, and as critical of themselves. Yeah. As you and if are. they're skinny, they hate their skin. If like, there's just, you know what I mean? It's just human nature that we're dissatisfied with our bodies, which is sad and devastating. And I actually think it's a curse because I think our bodies are our biggest distraction. Mm-hmm. What oh, matters, yeah, what matters sure. in life, even, and I, and my next or my podcast episode on March 17th is like way too vulnerable about my own insecurities. But the thing I think is like, um, if you knew it would never go away, would you give it so much thought? Cause all of a sudden you realize it's going to control you your whole life, that certain battle. So I feel like one thing I would have oh, said is <laughs> what? Oh, you were frozen for like a minute. You were frozen for a while there. Oh, um, no, I was just going to say that your body's going to do great things. Cause it was when I was like 14, I think that I started running a teacher taught us to run like minute by minute till we got to 30 minutes. And then by grade, like oh. nine or 10, I was running three days a week for half an hour. And I was like, so proud of myself. And if I knew then that my body was going to do such great things in my life and run a full marathon and like teach fitness and stuff, I feel like I would have loved my body for what it could do. That's one thing totally. I think I would say. And, and honestly, and yeah, will be easy on your body because it seems like your body can do anything when you're that age. Mm-hmm. And now that I'm getting older, I'm like, oh, I wish I had been gentler on my body. Like I was just telling Amanda the other day that when we were in grade 12, we went on a ski trip to Banff and because I was, I have no idea why this happened, but I decided to sit on the floor of the van the entire way to Banff. And like, I remember my back hurting after that. And it's, I feel like it's never quite felt the same. And I Your feel whole like, life? why did I do that? Yeah. Like that's the first time I ever felt back pain. I remember because I sat on the floor of a van for three hours and then I, and now I always feel like 
my back's hurt a little bit since then. But anyway, you've just been easy on your body. You've had a death wish your whole life and being anti seatbelts. Well, what kind of youth sponsor (laughs) didn't make me sit in a seat and who didn't leave me a seat? Maybe it's like when you rode in the trunk, you're like, you just do whatever you're told. You're just a really good listener. (laughs) I know. (laughs) Oh, there's no chair for me. I'll sit right here. (laughs) Oh, we're going to drive to Banff. No, I'm fine on the floor. It's good. Jeepers. Um, Well, yeah, maybe don't be so compliant. Jeepers. That's what I would tell myself. And easy on the hair dye and easy on hair dyeing your friend's hair. Oh my gosh. I was thinking about that and I wouldn't say that I loved when I had a hair dye because I was feeling expressive. I had a new color. I always had black hair. I don't care that I look like a German shepherd. Honestly, I just (laughs) totally, I loved getting my hair dyed. So like, I think think that I tell my 16 year old self, yeah, man, dye your your hair, whatever you want. It'll grow back and it'll grow out. You can cut it out or re-dye it. Those are, those things are temporary, honestly. Oh my goodness. My hair like did fall out. I dyed it blonde. So I should <laughs> never have been a blonde and I was bleaching my hair like platinum. And then one day I remember, cause I'd always used that L'Oreal. And then one day it was just like coming out <laughs> chunks. Frost and oh, no. glow. Amanda said she regretted frost and glow the other day. And I was like, no, it was such an important part of our lives. Pulling <laughs> those strands of hair through that cap. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh and man, you're just hard to do it. My year old niece, and she regrets it now. So I mean, uh, come see. Come I come. guess it's a rite of passage. Yeah. One of the <laughs> one of the things should be: What would you tell your 16 year old self about your hair? And I have to say, just to brag for a minute, um, my hair is one of my biggest personal values, and I got voted best hair in grade nine. Like for I think you. I got oh. not mis mis maybe miscongeniality or something in like grade twelve, but those were like my biggest values, like my kindness and my personality and my hair. And so I, was I just, bet you mine would have been voted most likely to improve because <laughs> <laughs> it was so bad. Or white eyeliner, oi, oh yeah, I was all over that. I was all over that too. <laughs> my friend Wendy sure. would use the gel pens. Like it wasn't even eyeliner. It was like a gel pen that she, that she got. And it was like way better. She was like, it's way better than the actual eyeliners. She oh used it every day. And meanwhile, oh my she's blind in her thirties. Yeah. Yeah. See, be easy to your body. You're going to be old one day. Well, what the, what the public people, what the Instagram people said, Tasha said, you will wish you had your 18 year old abs when you were 30 and 40. I never even had those at 18. I didn't have those at eight. Like my kids have (laughs) six packs. Um, Uh, Michelle says, stop bleaching your hair and enjoy your low rise jeans while you can still wear them. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Amanda's like, oh, sad. (laughs) I'm going to pull those out. That is (laughs) Your gold jeans? (laughs) My gold jeans, yeah. Uh, What would you tell your future self about the future? I would definitely say like, don't worry about it. I, and I still struggle with worrying about the future. I always do, but I would tell my 16 year old self to, to try not to worry about the future, to like be so present in the days and the moments and the life you're in right now, because you have to enjoy every moment that you're in. And like, whether you're thinking about the future because you're scared of the future, or you're thinking about the future in super, super excitedness, you also have to live in the moment. And I think that mm-hmm. I always look to like the next stage of life and the next stage, which I'm sure we'll talk, we'll get to boys eventually. But, you know, I was always like trying to get to the next stage, trying to get to the next stage. And I would just say like, ah, enjoy the moments that you're in. Even though I did, I loved every moment, but I don't know. You I feel like I wrote, I feel like we tell ourselves that now. Yeah, totally. Yeah, no like, kidding. Totally solicitor. I, I still have to remind ourselves and like, you know, it's out of our control, but we can just make the best of it that we could do. Right. And, and I'm such a planner. Like I love to plan things and plan for the future and whatnot. So I don't know, I would say like, for the most part, just don't worry about it, but enjoy it and still plan things because planning is exciting for me. So that's what I would have done. Yeah. yeah. But they put it, I said the same thing. Cause I feel like when you're in high school or like at 16, they put so much focus on like what's this huge life plan you're gonna have as soon as you graduate and it felt like so daunting and I feel like the same thing I didn't enjoy the moment always because I was always thinking about what was next so I'd try to enjoy it a little more and not worry so much about like the like the exact thing I was gonna do when I left high school like that was the and I'm glad I didn't follow that because I was gonna be a a whale trainer oh my god 
Oh my gosh. I don't, it didn't turn out, didn't pan out. Oh my gosh. No wonder you were like so obsessed with blackfish. You're like, this could have been my life. I could have been training. Tilikum. I could have been killed by. I could have been killed by Tilikum. Oh my gosh. You are so funny. That's oh so goodness. funny. Too bad I, I hated science. And I had, yeah, I, then I learned you had to be a marine biologist. And I was like, oh, no, thank you. <laughs> I feel like I would tell myself, um, you're capable of way more than you know right now. Like mm-hmm. way more. Mm-hmm. Like I look back and I'm like, oh my gosh, like I wish, and that's why I want to talk to teens and stuff so much because I, I just want to shake them and be like, you've got it all wrong. Like, it's not just about boys. It's not just about getting by. It's about doing your best, showing up for yourself. Like, I feel like if I could have harnessed what I know now at 16, I can't even imagine what I would have done, would have done with my life. I feel like I would have been a journalist to be totally honest. And I, I would have had a family maybe later. Um, and I don't know, done some things differently. I would never like trade what I have now, obviously, because I know how funny my kids are, (laughs) but I didn't know that back then. But like, yeah, I think I would have, I would have told myself too, like your future is what you can be, whatever you want to be, but you just have to do the work for it, but it's worth doing the work. I feel like that's what I would tell myself about the future and that, yeah, you can really do whatever you want, but you have to put in the work. I think that's what I would tell myself. And totally. Yeah. I would say too, when I was thinking about this and thinking about how much we plan for the future and how much, like, it's always like you're thinking about like the next step and all the little steps that it's going to take to get there. I wish I would have put more focus or I would tell myself now, and this is a good lesson for even now is like plan out how you would share like your faith story and like the things that are important to you because we plan everything else. So I would just, I heard that somewhere and I was like, that's a good idea. I wish I had planned that more. I do love to plan. I never used to love to plan. I feel like I was like, I used to call myself a free spirit. And then people were like, mm-hmm. you're a free spirit. I guess free spirits are like hippies, but I just feel like if you said today, like, let's go do this right now. I'd be like, I'm in. And to me, that's a free spirit, but I guess that's it's spontaneous. Not. Oh, I'm spontaneous. Yeah. I'm not spontaneous. Um, not a free spirit. Um, Steph says, don't be in a hurry to grow up. Your parents are not clueless. They know stuff. Mm-hmm. Steph Kurtz, by the way. Oh, oh, funny. Yeah. yeah. Larissa says you are not married to your dreams. They can and will probably change. And that's exciting. I like that a lot. Mm-hmm. And then Crystal says, this is funny. Save money. Don't buy a modular home, travel more and marry your husband. <laughs> Cause I think she bought a trailer really young because she could afford it, but then felt like she got stuck in the trailer. Right. And then oh, yeah. I feel like she's not maybe married to her husband. Or I don't know, maybe she got married later. Marry your husband. Sounds like you're already married. Um, but that was what Crystal said. So that was kind of funny. Travel that is more. Funny. I traveled a ton, I have to say. I traveled a mm-hmm. lot in my 20s. Yeah, and it I was think really that fun. people should, after high school, like take time off to yeah. like travel yeah. or don't like go. I don't know. It's so hard to go right into like university, into like what you think you're going to do for a career that first year, like take some time. I don't know. Maybe I won't want to tell my kids that, but. Oh, I will. They'll be floaters forever. No, I know. I just, but I think learning about the world matters too. Totally. Totally. Yeah. Like travel or just take time to just work. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and like, I think about, I, I was laughing with someone last night, um, he said he has, he got two years of his engineering degree and realized he didn't want to be an engineer. And now right, and that's this, expensive. Right. And now he has this company where it's like, they design those, those individual kind of like CCAN offices. It's called Oxbox. Mm. And, and I said, yeah, I have an English degree. And I guess, I, I guess I do use that in a lot of ways in my, in business and stuff too. But it's just funny that I feel like the focus is all wrong. The focus isn't on like, who do you want to be? It's like, go to school and learn something and then go do something totally different and related. And that seems so, so stupid. Like you could put that money towards a house. Now, I think what you learn in school is how to commit yourself and to be dedicated and to finish something and to work really hard. And that's what I feel like makes people hire you because they they know you can do that and they're hoping you'll do that for them. But it is a weird, messed up system. Well, especially to like make a choice when you're 18, right out of high school, like what are you going to do for the rest of your life? (laughs) Oh, and to assume, assume that you'd stay in that. Like yeah. I know it took zero me years things. to figure out what I wanted to do. Right. Yeah. And I obviously had the pressure. I obviously felt the pressure. I tried like three or four different things, didn't make it all the way through. 
so uh, yeah, I mean, I think, I think even like, for example, my, my one niece is going to be graduating right away. And I'm like, if you don't know what you want to do, like that is completely okay. But not mm-hmm. everybody would think that because you need to know and you need to get onto it right now, but like, enjoy, take the time, go travel, eat other food and experience other cultures. And like, I don't know. I, I think that's totally fine. Yeah, I think so too. I think so too. What would you tell them about friends? Now I can already hear Michael Dub playing in the background. Amanda's smiling. <laughs> tell us um, about your 16 year old friendship, but like literally you have a two minute cap and then we're moving on. Oh, uh, we just talked about this so much when we saw each other. Find solid friends and invest in them like crazy. Oh, I love that. Steen, like I think every all three of us had a huge group of friends, lots of friends. Everybody knew us. It's totally different in high school, right? And you have school friends and youth group friends and family friends and neighbor friends. And you just have like, there's so many different um, like genres of where people come from, but I don't know. I would just say to like, find your people. I still say it in adulthood, find your people. And those are the people you invest in. And mm-hmm. I know I talked about it on our very first episode is to find the people who, you know, are, are, like your life and they they not excel your life but they add add stuff to your life and just like love on them so hard and what's that saying that says like you know if you need a dollar you don't need 99 pennies you just need four quarters yeah (laughs) it's kind of kind of like that like I don't need 99 friends I just need a couple good ones you know right like and then those good ones that you have like invest in them like deeply and yeah. care more about those good friendships than all the boys that will come and go. Is yeah. always hoes before bros. Always. That's right. Fries remember that guys. next time we need. <laughs> you need to remember that next time we make a plan to get together, Heidi. It's us before Ryan. Okay. Just okay. Well, that's a little <laughs> different now. He's my person. So, but I'm just 16. kidding. But Mine I do food related. Fries before guys. Fries oh my goodness. Even your cut. I'm- Cause you're going to marry one guy, just, you're going to marry one boy, but you like, you're going to have a bunch of friendships. So invest in those, like at 16, worry more about that. Cause it's very unlikely you're going to be with the person that you're going to be with forever at 16. So I don't know. I said also be kind. Don't manipulate people. <laughs> oh, I love that. That's really good advice. No, I think, um, I definitely would kind of second what you said, Heidi, like treat them like absolute gold, love them, care for them, show up for them. Mm -hmm. You know, like that matters more than anything in your childhood and teen years. I like, and my, my parents, it's funny. They used to get, um, my mom used to always comment that my friends mattered to me more than family. And it really Mm -hmm. frustrated her. And you know what, at 16. And, and I think as a youngest child, like my siblings were way older. So a lot of the time, like my brother was, you know, we're eight years apart. So I'm eight, he's 16. Like I'm at home as a little kid playing Barbies and he's off, you know, in high school. So really I, and my sister is five years older, but like they had a really active social lives and stuff. Right. And so I was home alone a lot, but my friends became my whole world. And now I still am so thankful. Yeah. And I'm so thankful for the way I value friendships and how I care for people. Um, and I would just probably remind myself that that's worth its weight. Like it's so important to good for those friendships. Yeah. I, I definitely think at 16, my friends were everything to me. Absolutely. That whole, Mm -hmm. that whole, those years, even after 16, I remember my dad one time said, I don't understand why she doesn't want to come home on the weekends. I'm like, ditch my friends, like as if, right. So I do know at that stage, you know, friends are the most important and we see that, but going back to even what would you tell your 16 year old self about family is that, you know, maybe I wish I would have spent a little bit more time with my family doing things as well, because they're here today. And not all those people when I was 16, Mm. like high school friends or whatever, like they're not in my life anymore. Right. So that's really hard, but your family is always there. And the other thing about family is I wish I would have been way more nice to my mom because a 16 year old girl definitely can be chirpy, chirpy to their mom. And I definitely was. And, um, I would, I would say be a little bit kinder to parents. You don't flip them off all the time. They know what they're doing. Well, and I said, if like with that, with family, I said, like, spend more time with your family because they're the ones that are going to be here. So I like feel like the same that you said, Amanda, and like share with them 
because they know what's going on anyway. Like, I feel like at 16, you think that you're like, oh, my family doesn't get it at all. But I think they get it more than, like, you think they do. Yeah. I think, too, um, I, what something I thought was they are worth the ups and downs. Because you're going to have mm-hmm. ups and downs with your family your whole life. That's never going to um, change. Right. And it's just like a bunch of imperfect people with different personalities. A lot of them that clash trying to make it as one. And so I think that's what I thought was they are worth the ups and downs. Just keep going up and keep going down and keep coming home to the same people. I mean, like, obviously they're not in your home now for the most part, but like keep coming home to those people. And I think it teaches you about commitment long-term, even with your own kids and like, Oh, I don't know. I guess I want to give advice to my 12, my 10 year old, but this this is my 16 year old self, not my son, Brooks. Um, Your mom and dad are really (laughs) cool. Just so you know, but no, like, I think the other thing I would say is don't build your dreams according to what your parents' dreams were, because if your parents played really small, you're going to play small according to like, that's how it was for me anyway. And so um, if I, like, I want to push my kids to do more than I did to shoot higher. Mm-hmm. Um, and I definitely didn't get that from my, I've never really gotten that from my family, but it's, that's just not who they are, which is totally fine. But I think I used to always think that it was their opinion of what I was doing and deciding that mattered the absolute most. And as I've grown older, I've realized I just want really different things than them. And that's not bad. It just means that you take their advice, but with a grain of salt, that's what I would say. They definitely have wisdom to give you. And I'm not talking parents. I'm just talking kind of like family in general as we're older but Mm -hmm. they have wisdom to give you, but still follow your green lights and follow your gut for what you should do with your life. Totally. You know, there we covered the family one too. Oh, just nailing it. No one had any advice from the trenches for that. Okay. So let's talk about your worth. This one hits me. I don't know. Um, it, I just, I struggle with this one because I, I, I I don't like cliche terms like you're, enough or I can't even think of any of the cliches um or you're too much which is what I always felt like I was too much um but I would want to tell Jodes she's just right she's just right and the way God made me was to be like boisterous and fun and that I always wanted to be way more vanilla but I just couldn't even be if I tried but I've always felt like I've said this before in episodes that the girls that were like really quiet and whatever were always celebrated And people always tried to tone me down. And I'm like, don't tone people down. Like, yeah, I guess I was young and you have to kind of shave off a little bit of rough edges, but just embrace, like you want people to embrace their authentic selves. And I would just encourage myself that Jodi was just right. You know, she needed a little tweaking, a little tweaking, but she wasn't too much. She wasn't not enough. She was just right. And um, I feel like that's what I would want to tell myself and that this and that the world lies to you. So if, if you feel like you're not enough, once it flips, you'll feel like you're too much. It's like, just, it's just that it's going to keep lying to you. So you can't base your worth on what the world says it is. Mm. Yeah. I, like that. I think I would tell myself to not compare myself to everyone else. I feel like mm-hmm. that. I mean, I still struggle with that. And I, we didn't have social media when we were 16 years old, but I can't imagine what it's like now for girls that are 16 years old with social media and everything you see on there and comparing yourself. I just think it would be really hard. So I would say, try not to compare yourself. You're mm-hmm. just, you're okay. I also think that like with that, cause comparison will steal your friendships. It'll ruin your friendships. Mm-hmm. right like it takes away yes. some of the depth and I think that's a big one as well what about you Amanda mm-hmm. um yeah I I I obviously I kind of mentioned it earlier but like don't think that your physical body defines your self-worth um your like education ability like your academic performance doesn't define your worth um you know, so I, I don't know. I think I would just tell myself to like, look at the positive stuff in your life. Like all of the things that I 
did love in my life and to be confident about it. I still mm-hmm. actually still struggle with this in my life. We have friends in our life who are like, no, Amanda, when we give you a compliment, you're not allowed to say, oh, well, rah, 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 you know, oh, like, oh, no well, you know, it's just this or it's just that or this or that, right? Like, they're like, no, when I tell you, you know, Amanda, you look great today or, you know, that you did a great job or whatever, like say thank you and own it. And so I think that um, I still sometimes struggle with that and, and it shouldn't come down to, you know, how you feel about your body or your physical challenges or anything, but like that, that you're worth everything that you are because you are made so perfectly. And, um, there are so many positive things about you and to always surround yourself with people who do play a positive impact in your life, because that will make the difference. Somebody else Mm -hmm. that I grew up with, like not, um, for most of my life told me last year that, um, he's more confident than he, like I'm more confident than he ever remembers. And I was like, you know what? I actually thank you because when you grow up, you find yourself to be okay in this shoes that you're wearing, you know, like you're okay in your body. And I think that if I could have known that a little bit earlier, I maybe would have been a lot better in my headspace at a younger age. Yeah. Yeah, totally. I said too, I wish that I would have taken myself like a little more seriously because I mean, there's, you should be able to laugh at yourself. That's like good advice too. like, you have to be able to laugh at yourself, but I laughed at myself so much that everybody laughed. And then it was like, I almost, there was times when I would try to say something serious and people would be like, ah, ha, ha, ha. no, I was mm-hmm. being serious. And or that's like, totally sorry. Well, I, you can probably relate to that Amanda too, because we well, were like, the clown we were hilarious that's all three of us that's all we did like we still laugh at ourselves and I love laughing at myself and I love to be made fun of because I still love that but there comes the point where like you know I guess I was made fun of so much that I truly believed it so deep in my heart the way I looked the way I was chubby you know this or that um that that you actually put your worth on what those people are saying um and, and you think you're not good enough for everything, for jobs, for this or that. And so um, I, I just think to say, like, laugh at yourself. I love, love, love to get a yes, good laugh. laugh at yourself. Fun of me. Jeremy will make fun of me for doing something. I'm like in tears because it's like my favorite thing when he makes fun of me doing something. But it's so different than, than you know, truly believing if you're something or, or you're not good enough or whatever, right? Yeah, totally. I think too... Um... I also love to be made fun of and I love to make fun of, I love making fun of you guys. It's like my favorite thing. <laughs> Me too. It's Ryan like used to be like, gift. it is one of my gifts. Ryan would be like, girls, like you say such mean things. And we're like, yeah, she earned it. <laughs> yeah. And I love that too. Like I love to be the butt of a joke. It doesn't bother me at all. Yeah. And I think that's good if you can laugh at yourself and I think it shows vulnerability, but it's sometimes hard when you get in that pattern to ever be serious and yeah. people are like oh yeah ha, ha, ha. and you're like no I was actually being serious that time and yeah. everyone and it's funny when you act like that or you're like that's your disposition for so long sometimes I run into people now that I don't like do daily life with and they still think I'm gonna be super funny or like everything and I then say you don't be disappoint them because you are super <laughs> yeah, funny then I have to be like okay fine <laughs> Uh, no, I do agree. I, I wrote down and said, clothes and stuff won't give you value. Cause I was talking to, I think Amanda and I, or maybe I don't know who it was one of you. And I said, I remember going to the store by our college and buying like this cute little plaid country kind of shirt that was so cute at the time and these new jeans. And then like two weeks later, I was like, I still feel ugly. Cause it was like, it was just a little band-aid because I wasn't loving myself enough. And that outfit's not going to change. And I think when you're young, you keep buying clothes. You keep taking on these different trends. Like trends are fun for sure, but just yeah. know that it's not, it's not going to cover what's happening inside. Yeah. Don't you know, just like, tell the 16 year olds that I need to write that down too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. For you, Heidi. <laughs> don't <sighs> keep buying stuff. No. And I said too embrace like the hard things instead of just trying to always avoid them because that's those times are like what help us grow and that's I just like you hope that all that pain isn't wasted and then we have we're never going to arrive so we're always growing so try to like embrace the stuff that's hard because there will be hard stuff right yeah yeah Um, for me it was always just about like self-talk like how do I talk about myself how do I feel about myself 
what do I believe about myself? And that is exuded on the outside. Right. So I just, you just have to yeah. value yourself and know, know that you're, I don't know, know your worth. Know your worth. Everyone's worth. Anyways. Jeremy Lee, mother of five says, mother of five girls. Imagine the hormones in that house mother of five girls step away from fear that you aren't worth it and you're not cool enough and then my friend lauren also rachel hollis says this other people's opinions of you are none of your business yeah i love that i love that one too that's so Um, hard to tell a 16 year old because think like every at 16 that's all that matters oh yeah it's what other people think of you i know um okay what about boys? Oh. oh my goodness. Don't kiss them all for Pete's sake. Kiss I, fewer boys. When I was working at the chemical plant, there was this girl, I was probably 18 or 19 and she was like 28. And I just thought she was so cool. And, but she said something that really stood out to me. She said, you should be friends with lots of guys and not date them. And she said, because you'll get to know what you really like in a guy without getting your heart broken. And I thought that was like mm-hmm. the best advice. Like have totally. those awesome, awesome male friendships that yeah. really show up, show you like what you like in people without having to date everybody and get your heart involved. That's, that was one thing I thought totally. was really good advice from a girl. Yeah, that yeah. is good advice. I, I love like that. I, I do too. I hope my daughter does that because I feel like I, I was telling you guys this, like I focused so much on boys. Everything I felt like I did was so calculated for, to get boys attention or to be with a certain guy. And I just feel like I wasted so much time. Maybe you have, like Amanda said today, maybe you just have to do that. Maybe you have to be boy crazy for a period. But now when I look back on it, I'm like, oh, I wish I would have spent more time with my girlfriends or like Amanda in my first year of university, that was supposed to be the year of Heidi and Amanda. And then I met Ryan like one minute into it. (laughs) (laughs) Amanda was like, what? This was supposed to be the year of Heidi and Amanda. No, it was the year of Heidi and Amanda and Ryan. (laughs) Yeah. But that's okay. But you know what? I think I would tell, I would tell my 16 year old self because Jody, I not by choice was that girl who had surrounded herself with boys my entire life all of my friends were boys which was where I loved them they were amazing all of like I grew up with boy cousins like I was just always surrounded oh yeah we um, know those boy cousins (laughs) I was always surrounded by by boys but I would definitely tell myself like I was so concerned about like always being the one who never had a boyfriend I had never been kissed no one had ever held my hand all the way into my 20s so it was like I would literally just tell my 16 year old self to like stop worrying about it like it will happen it's not doesn't define you that you've never kissed Mm -hmm. a boy um even though I like dreamed of what it would be like um for so many years I did I dreamed of it I was like Heidi tell me what that was like oh my goodness tell me what did it what was it like you know because like I just dreamed of it I like wanted it so bad for my life but it just obviously I had to wait much longer than the rest of you hoes so I just um (laughs) I don't know (laughs) I would just tell my 16 year old self to like with the boys, like totally be friends, relax, have lots of friends. I loved my relationships with my friends who were boys and um, I cherish them so much. I love them. And I was one of the boys for so many years because it was just, we were all friend zones, you know, like I I never had that. So I, I look back on that and I'm so thankful for that because I look at 16 year olds now and the craziness that happens, you know, already at such a young age is totally crazy. So I'm thankful that, that, but I would definitely tell myself to just relax. Like you'll be able to kiss all the boys. So. And you don't need to kiss all the boys. Like I just think of how many boys emotionally got a little piece of my heart because I was so worried about investing in them and I should have just invested in my girlfriends and that would come later, but maybe you just have to go through that. I don't know. I don't know either. Cause I feel like there are lots of girls that are so like, obviously they probably still have crushes and everything like normal, but they're so focused on like their sports or they're like horseback riding or all those things. And I feel like I didn't have enough focuses. 
Like, I feel like that was my focus because I (laughs) didn't have other hobbies. Like I look at other kids, some other kids that I know and girls that have babysat for our boys that I like got, had good relationships with and stuff. And they just like, were so, they were so committed and they were in club volleyball and like regular volleyball. And they were doing all these fun things and hanging out with all these great girls all the time that it was like, just literally not their focus because they didn't have time. Mm -hmm. And that's where I feel like, I don't know. I just, I think that that is one where we lose, like Heidi said, oh my gosh, Heidi, when you said trying to put yourself in the right place, cause you know, he's going to like walk by and you're going to like pretend to like not see him, but you want him to see you. But you've been planning all day to get oh. to that exact same point for that one minute. Yeah. And then maybe he doesn't even notice. And then you're like, oh, <laughs> I know. And then I'm oh. like how much energy we lost on stuff like that. And then my biggest thing for girls, like in their twenties, and I know this is like, I don't know. I didn't love the movie, but Amanda and I read the book driving to Lethbridge to go see Heidi. <laughs> He's not that into you. And all oh, the like times. Yep. Yeah, but like in the book, all the times where the guys like picks his friends over you or pretends to lose your number, all those things. Right. And it's like, no, he just doesn't like you that much. So just focus on yourself, focus on your friendships, get over it and don't give him the time of day at all. And that, what that changed things for me when we read that book, I don't know who I was dating at the time, but I was like, he's not that into me. And Amanda and I said the other day that I had all these guys when, even when I was in like in my prime in the friend zone, cause I'm just such a riot. I was always in the friend zone because I'm like, I wasn't aloof and I wasn't like a game player. I was just crazy and fun and awesome. So, but I feel um, like you always had, you always had somebody who was interested or wanted to date hot Jody or this or that. Someone who you were making. I mean, I don't remember it that way, Amanda. We talked about it. I always do. It's because you know what? I was one of the guys. So I was just the wingman. So I heard. I was like, you wanted to date me? (laughs) No. But we were talking, me and Heidi were just talking about this the other day, actually. Like, I was such a good wingman because I was, like, in with the guys. Like, I could be like, no, I totally noticed this. I so intuitive to what they were what they were up to that even with Ryan, for example, when we went to NABC, like, that first day, like, I was such a good wingwoman. We were walking past Ryan and, like, pushed <laughs> Heidi into Ryan so he'd notice her. Right? Yeah, like, and, I'm like, and you regretted like, that every day after. Who doesn't, who doesn't want a friend like that? Oh, I regretted it because I was like, it's the year of Heidi and Amanda was gone. No, you know what's so funny though? We were just talking about this, Ryan and Amanda and I, about like when we were dating and someone else. Like, I was so obsessed with Ryan from very early on, like I would say two minutes in. And um, I was so like focused on him. And then someone else wanted to take me on a date. And who- Ryan was like, who I loved for many years so that was the worst that I even so like we've like dissected this like why in the world did I go on a date with the guy that Amanda like liked but anyway Ryan was like yeah sure take her out I don't care like (laughs) and then I went out for dinner with him I didn't even enjoy it because I was thinking about Ryan the whole time and he was like he told Amanda he's like I had such a nice night that night with like his RA he like went out and had like a great night because guys just like they don't think like that and I would want to tell my daughter, like, if your boyfriend's willing to let you go on a date with someone else, he's not your boyfriend. Yeah, he wasn't. Yeah, that's the truth. He, he wasn't, wasn't that into boyfriend. you at that moment. <laughs> well, because Maybe Ryan I would ask him if he's that the girls at college yet. Yeah, no kidding. Let, we could do a whole episode on Ryan and I. But Ryan was dating. so honest about exploring his options. At least he was, <laughs> he was never, he never concealed it. He was always like, Heidi, you're just like, I don't know what I'm going to do. Just no, because this is, the, this is how girls' minds are so different than guys. Uh, he shows me a little bit of attention when we meet that first day and I'm like, we're dating. <laughs> He's the one. Totally. We're dating. I, that with every like, boyfriend, though. I can think of like four or five boyfriends. Oh, don't like say it. <laughs> one second and Dunskis. That was it. And I'm like, um, my last name, my first name, their last name. We're getting married. Signatures. Yeah. And then, and like poor Ryan was probably like, well, well wait a minute. <laughs> I haven't oh, met yeah. all the girls here yet. <laughs> Ryan would have to share me once I was keeping my options open and it didn't go over as well. I told you because you were probably engaged. (laughs) What? You were probably engaged. (laughs) (laughs) Like it was last week. (laughs) Just kidding. (laughs) I told Jonathan we I was like I was like 26 or 25 and I was finally like just over it. And we'd been dating for like two months. And then I was finally like, he's like, will you be my girlfriend? I was like, I don't know. Like, I don't really want to update my Facebook status. That seems too soon. <laughs> and then he was like, if this isn't, if we're not together, like I'm out, like I'm not wasting my time and energy. And I was like, what? Oops, like, Ooh, so freaked out. But, you know, so cool. I would just like be, be really good, 
good friends with guys and then like fall in love with them. And then I was in their friend zone and then we would like kiss a little bit and then they would go date someone else. And I was like, what? Like, I thought we liked each other. No, I'm just like, at least you kissed. What's that like? (laughs) I'm making wedding invitations. (laughs) (laughs) Meanwhile. Okay. Last one. Having fun. Oh my gosh. Have so much fun. Yes. I said, do prank calls. I don't know if you can do that anymore. But like, do all the prank calls because that is, you can't have more fun than making prank calls. Oh, that is such good advice. Oh, I'm going to prank you tonight I've, when we get off of here. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, we used to sit down like in college and prank the 7-Eleven and pretend to be having, and this is awful. Now, we were pretending to have a traumatic experience outside in the parking lot. Like, hi, I'm outside. You have to come out. Like, that is so bad. Like, you could never do that now. Terrible. No, be careful with what you prank, but like an innocent little one is pretty funny. We will not. You just have to make sure you put your phone on no color ID. Well, and I had thought about doing an April Fool's episode with you two fools because it's Heidi's favorite holiday, April Fool's. Totally. And I don't. I gotta. Well, I can't even imagine what you're cooking up this year. Look at your face. I got. Oh, I can't wait. Oh, I know. Yeah, I I mean we always had fun and like you got to be able to take a, I got pranked a lot too like remember when they put that cat under my car? Oh my gosh, I would die now. Oh my now gosh, that, that is cat mom. so funny. I forgot about that. <laughs> that Did they terrible. put like a little poop behind it or something? Or <laughs> no, they just put the cat under my car and I ran it over and they acted like I'd murdered a cat. Then they put up posters like about a missing cat. <laughs> That's an amazing prank, though, honestly. <laughs> I know, to carry a dead cat around, that was a pretty good one. But, like, I liked it. I, like, I loved that whole thing. I loved it. It was hilarious. I loved being part of that, even though I was the butt of it. But, yeah, do pranks and do prank calls. But you know what? At the same time, have a lot of fun, but get a damn job. Because I never did. And I think I saved, before my first year of university, I saved $400, which I promptly spent the first week. Yes. See, I'm the opposite. I'm like, I didn't have a job until I was, I don't know, 19 or 20. Um, but, but because I was having so much fun, um, I don't know. I would say to my 16-year-old self about having fun, don't change a damn thing because I had the most fun. We I did. literally yeah. had so much fun at 16, 17, 18. Like I, I laughed the hardest of my entire life. I don't know. I laughed pretty hard the other day too. I'm crying, you know, the whole thing, but I laughed every day. I was so joyful. I, I am so joyful still, but oh man, those are the days, honestly. Those, those were the, the days. Best. Remember when we, we were a little older when we all three lived together or you lived with us, Jordy, but like we laughed so hard back then and we did all the pranks. We laugh so hard every time we're together. Like they yeah, the three of still, us on a paddleboard this summer. Like this day, totally. It's, oh, it's even still, I was at, I was with Amanda the other day and I laughed till I cried and I don't even remember what I was laughing in at. the car. I know, but I can't even talk. I was like having one of those laughs too. Or like, oh, we were like hyperventilating, laughing so hard. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. about your time like, together. Have fun. Yeah. And for me, I would have we'll wished I would have ridden a roller coaster earlier. It took oh. me to like my 30s to ride a roller coaster and roller coasters are friggin' fun. Why no, did they take so long? I was scared. Jeremy was like, you planned a trip to Disneyland. You cannot bring me to Disneyland and not go on a roller coaster. He's like, you're going. I don't care. The people in line were like, ma'am, are you okay? And I was like, no, because I was like crying. <laughs> and then I like my tears turned from crying to like laughter to like standing in line over and over and over and over and over and over and over again for like the rest of the trip. It was amazing. You're trying to make up for what lost time. Yeah, totally. Oh my gosh. That's, well, that's so funny. funny. Yeah, road, ride a roller coaster. No, I definitely think fun is the most important laughter and it always is like it always yeah. is laughter is the most important um instead of work Janessa says instead of worrying about what everyone else thinks and trying to impress them be confident in who you are worry more about having fun and being silly and Michelle totally. says don't freak about not knowing what you want at a young age yeah and totally change and it was the gen but you know what it was the generations before us that did the same job for like 40 years and we're just like a different breed you know, like, so we, in our defense, we were raised to think you had to know everything by 20. And then you had to do that job till you were 65. Cause you had to think about it in calm class. Yeah, exactly. And then you'd be ready to hit the road. 
like yes. running as soon as the minute you graduated. Yeah, I don't know. Com class is... should be teaching you how to make sourdough. Like honestly, yeah, because that is a life skill that is really hard to. Yeah, totally. Tell me about it. That was my whole COVID time. Once I mastered that, I was like, "Okay, COVID can end." Now I got my sourdough going. <laughs> oh, you know what? So like, there's so many things that we've talked about, but I think like you just have to live and learn. That's what's unfortunate about being 16 you can hear all the advice in the world like so many people said like oh man I would tell myself so many things but, like 16 year olds don't want to listen <laughs> they're gonna do what no. they do that's too bad no and it's totally true but it's a good life it's a good life yeah. and I, I wonder about these kids it's just such a different feels like such a different world but I mean our parents would have said the same thing and every generation probably says the same thing mm-hmm. yeah you sound like a grandma when you I do sound like a grandma <laughs> oh I worry about these kids Honestly, I think it just comes down to like, love yourself, be kind, love other people and just like work hard, but love life. Like, I think all of those things wrap up what like enthralls a really good 16 to 20 year old, honestly. Love Jesus. Love Love Jesus and don't get pregnant. I want to go back to, um, I, I wouldn't go back to be, I didn't. I wouldn't go back to being 16, but I would go back to being 19 and living with you guys. But oh, I wouldn't. No kidding. I wouldn't want to go back to. I think your. I think your teen years. I felt like the outsider. Like it was like every. Like I was a social butterfly, but then I didn't feel really included. Like I hadn't found my. I had lots of great friends, but I feel like when I met you guys, it was like it trumped every relationship I'd ever had. Obviously. You know I mean? Obviously. <laughs> Oh, and to everyone listening, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I do care about you. <laughs> it's different. Oh, well, girls, thanks for another good episode. I love you so much. Love you too. Love you too. Bye. Bye. Did you not want to do sweet and salty because you're sad that our sweet is that we saw each other? <laughs> oh, no. Okay, let's do sweet and salty. My sweet was that I got to go skiing with Amanda this weekend. We yeah. shredded. So well, they shredded and I kind of came up behind. Oh, I was <laughs> I like, behind. I don't want to go fast enough to, I don't want to get hurt. So I'm like, going to go my own pace and I'll meet you at the bottom. <laughs> yeah. My sweet was that we got to have a weekend together and, and shred it up. So that was good too. For sure. Yes. Coffee and shred. Yes. I thought, Heidi, I thought your sweet was your new diva cup. <laughs> oh man, that is my, that was sweet that was some that was something I don't know if I would say that was sweet or a learning opportunity <laughs> Heidi calls me she's like the girl was right it just go my body just sucked it up like a hot dam <laughs> she <laughs> says it's just gone that's three yeah. kids three kids for you and then all day I got diva cup stories that was like that's my sweet so when the day Heidi started using a diva cup and called me like so many times and she's like I was I like you have, to, you have to you have to answer you have to oh yeah sorry that was Oh yeah. I told too many people about that. But anyway. who, who calls you and says it's day one of Diva Cup. I'm going to my friend in my friend's hot tub. Like that just sounds risky. It's like a 14 year old girl. Ooh. who's like, I told you I was on. going, I was going balls to the wall with that thing. I was <laughs> going halfway and I did. And I did it. That I'm glad that could be your sweet. That was, that was probably a sad what, thing that, that that's my sweet, but that was keeping my, that was my keeping my sanity. So there we go. I know what my sweet is. You already my, said it was my diva cup. Oh, never mind. Okay. <laughs> Just kidding. You can, you can have a different one. My sweet is that I'm finally coaching female entrepreneurs on the side of my day job. And it makes me ever so happy. I'm just doing two at a time. And I'm so freaking pumped. Like I can't fall asleep some nights after I do it. Cause I'm like so fired up about these girls and helping them. So finally stepping oh into that and really feels like a long time coming. So really that's my sweet. Uh, my salty, honestly, I'm really feeling, I mean, I've been really able to not deal with COVID a lot of the months, but, uh, this month has really got me down for the travel aspect of COVID. Like I am seriously ready to hit a beach. My toes need to hit the sand mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm, I'm wanting to like push the button to book a trip and go somewhere, even though I don't know what the borders will look like, but yeah, this month and this week has kind of got me like. I just, I just need to, uh, have some vitamin D. Yeah. Yeah. And, no uh, I, I'm just ready to go on a trip and I'm ready to book like 
two or three trips because I just need to like do it just to see if we can hit anything but things are things are easing up which has been super nice but yeah you can huge ease ups huge ease ups you can now go to yoga (laughs) yeah calm down bang lady what's her name lady with the bangs oh yeah I don't even want to talk about it that's my selfie too Amanda is that well now here we go Ryan's home again working from home from the kitchen table teaching a class of 30 from the kitchen table it's a real kink in my day (laughs) well I'm always sour about that same thing I want to go to Disneyland oh hey I heard that could be opening sometime soon with restrictions but it could be opening they're like you have to stay six feet apart from Mickey, but you can take a picture. <laughs> and you can't and go ahead and go and then come back and stay in a COVID hotel. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. It's chaos. Anyway, say lovey. Say lovey. Well, I love you girls. You're always the highlight of my my month, my life, my everything. So I love you so much. Have a good night. Wow. Love you too. Bye. Bye. was so much fun. Thanks so much for being here. Please click subscribe, rate and review this podcast, share it with everyone you know, and I will be back here next week with more stories, more courage, more vulnerability, and just a little more Jody to brighten your day.